It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, uh, a couple of things. First thing, congratulations, Al DeMott. 800 wins. Yep. Uh, and then this next stat, it, it's kind of off the reservation because it doesn't involve anything from our area, but it, it's like, what is going on anymore with some of these scores? And, uh, well, I'll, I'll let you fill people in because you have the numbers right in front of you. I do. Uh, we'll, we'll get in depth with this, but we want to lead off this because we did have some really good girls basketball to talk about. You saw Marys will get a big win. Um, the Mac Golden Blue teams did really well last night, so we'll talk about that. Uh, had some hockey scores from, from Monday. But the thing we'll lead off with, and we'll leave you at this before we take our break, is that there's a school called Dearborn Henry Ford Academy. Now, I know nothing about this school, except their basketball team's horrid. <laughs> They're this cl- is boys. Yes, this is boys basketball. Their closest loss was 66-24. to In the last three games, they have been outscored 294-8. to Stop. This is over three, three games. Three games. 294 to 8. They they were shut out last night. What, 90 to nothing? 90 to nothing. We'll get into that. 90 to nothing. We'll, really, we'll, we'll dive into this uh, after the break, but, yeah, it's... it's and uh, they gave up over 120 the game before that. Uh, yeah, we'll... All right. We'll yeah, get into it. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, that's that's coming up before we get into all, all the, uh, the local games, uh, like Brady said. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, this is like – because. Folks, I go through the scores every night, and to get all the local scores, I got to go through all the scores in the state. And it just seems like uh, almost every night now, it's a couple times a week, teams are getting shut out in basketball. And uh, uh, girls' teams, boys' teams, like, I don't know what's going on, but we got some really bad teams in the state. And I think the worst offender of this is Dearborn Henry Ford Academy. So I'll just give you a few things. They're a charter school. And they have 500 kids in their school. So it's not like it's a school like CPS where you have 90 total kids and you're pulling from a group of basically 45 boys to play, to make a team with. Yeah. Where it's, you get what you get. This is, you're pulling from a couple hundred kids here. And they're 0-8. And the last three games, like you said, last night they lost to Detroit Old Redford 90 to nothing. They lost to Detroit Lincoln King 84 to 5 and they lost to Romulus Summit Academy North 120 to 3. Okay, now now the first thing, Old Redford, I've heard of. Right. Lincoln King is like a new program. Yes. And I never heard of that other school. Summit Romulus Summit Academy. Yeah, I never heard they're of them. They're 10 and 1. So they're a pretty good team. Their only loss is to Loyola. So okay. that gives you any indication of how good they are. I just haven't heard of them because they're down in Romulus. Right. So usually when we get a score like we see a score like this, we start to almost chastise the winning. Like, how do you get to this point? But I think there's some onus on Henry Ford Academy putting yourself in this position to where scores like this are happening. Because hey, there's some not so good teams like Marysville Marine City. They play tonight. They've taken some games on the chin, but they've also been competitive in some games. Yeah. They, they've had a fair mix. This team hasn't been competitive in anything. 
Now, I believe Romulus Summit Academy is in their league, so you can't avoid that. But if you're in a position where you're going to lose 120 to three, 84 to five, and 90 to nothing in consecutive games, that's when you need to consider. All right, are we just going to play a JV schedule? Are we just going to have a program because that does no good for anybody? Well, it's just based on all their scores. Like they had to, they had to know this was coming. The most points they've scored in the game was 24. Yeah, and the least amount and, they've and, given up is 63. And, and even and even let's just say even that they've gotten like an injury or something. Something has happened and they're missing a player that scores 20 points a game for them. Still, they shouldn't be playing varsity. They they should have right from the get-go said, you know what, no varsity this year. We're going to play a JV schedule. Right. Because um, I, I don't know. That's 90 to nothing. Like like at what point, like, and what what do the kids get out of it? You say, like, well, at some point you should just get out of the way and let them score a basket. What does that do for the kids, though? Right. What is that? What's the point of playing? Because, like, it, it doesn't help the, the team that's that's getting the bat. It doesn't right. help them. I mean, you saw and Bishop it fully play, granted, yeah. without some of their better players, but they won 74 to 15. Yeah. That's not a team that's going to run it up. That's not a team that's going to try and embarrass someone. No. That's just, I mean,. You, you say it all the time. You get the young kids in, and you tell them what? Don't play hard? Hey, I know you work hard in practice, but don't try. Yeah, I, I know I know you, you practice all season long, all off season. You do everything that we tell you to do, and now we're finally going to get you into a game, uh, and we want you to to go half speed. Yeah, dribble no, the you ball. You can't dribble do that. Dribble the clock out. You can't do that. And when you have this many offenses, what what's going on here? Like, you talked about Northern and the MIHL. They're competitive in some games. Yes, they take it on the chin more often than yeah. not. And, and, but they, uh, and they, again, Catholic Central is going to do that to most of the teams. that they, uh, Have done that to most of the teams that they played this year. Um, and, and Northern did beat St. Mary's. Right. They've been competitive. Yeah, They've I beaten mean, Cranbrook a couple years in a row before this year. They've... Play. They had overtime games with De La Salle. Like they, they my, show, my point with they them, show it, that they can play yeah. and not lose by. I mean, their closest loss is forty three points. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Like at some point, you just have to say, okay, it's not fun for the kids. It can't be fun for for the other team. Like, what does the other team get out of it? And you have 500 kids in your school. I don't know what kind of school it is. I don't know if it's a great charter school or a horror story charter school. I just know that it's got a very bad basketball team that shouldn't be playing varsity basketball. Yeah, I'll give I'll give an example. Uh, boys game Monday night. Merritt beat CPS 72 to 21. I look at that and I go, well, you know, CPS probably has seven kids on their team, which is still like. What, like a, a, a seventh a, of their a, school, yeah, a, 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 or their boy of their boys' population? That's like you know a quarter of yeah, their boys' yeah, population, over ten percent of their boys' <laughs> population in their school. So I mean, I I can understand how that happens there, um, and I can understand you know there's a little bit more uh, of a, of a history. Like it's easier for me to swallow, and they scored twenty one points. At least right. they did something. 
Yeah, and CPS has been competitive with. Yeah, some teams. they'll win games. They have won games. So I just I don't know. I I I, no, that, I saw that. that pe- that's my rant for the day. <laughs> it's not like yeah I don't know ninety to nothing and one hundred and twenty to three. Like, what are we doing? And, and I'm not mad at the teams that won. No, because it's it's a, a shown pattern that that happens, and there's again, I'm sure by halftime they were up by sixty or seventy. Like, the, I I almost out of morbid curiosity want to see film of one of those games. Yeah, and see what's going on to see what got it to that point and how many take their foot off the gas because, again, what are you going to tell the backups? Because I'm sure a ton of starters weren't playing. Like, we, we looked earlier in the year. Wow. that Remember Lance Cruz when they played Dr. Benjamin Carson High School for Science and Medicine varsity boys <laughs> basketball? I just wanted to see what they've done since. The only game they've played. They played one game. They played one game. Lost by 81. And probably said, we're going to play JV the rest of the year. Now I'm more curious about this. And at least that <laughs> school only had 180 kids in it. And they're playing Lance Cruz that has 15 to 2,000 kids. Yeah. So, anyway. And, and, and is good. Right. Back. So. so, anyway... <laughs> Let's get to local stuff. Yes. Go, go back to Monday. Yeah, we, we, we can do uh, do Monday uh, here. Um, let's let's start on the ice because that was actually busier than, than anything else. So uh, on Monday, Marysville kind of needed a win, uh, and, and they locked it down. They beat Thumb Legion 4 to nothing. I think the impressive thing about this is uh, with, with the nothing, that means they held Caleb Lettner off the board. Um, who had scored in all 11 games that they had played prior to this, just 23 goals. That's (laughs) all all he'd done. Uh, Usual suspects for Marysville, Noah LaValle with two, Ben LaValle with a goal. Uh, Eli Furtall also had a goal. And I like this. Tyler McKinney, a 22-save shutout. Because I like Tyler. I think he's a really good goalie, but he's not a shutout goalie. No. Like, he doesn't get a lot of shutouts. So when he gets one... I, I kind of want to go, yeah, he got one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's Cuz for really all nice the saves game. he makes and all the the he'll 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 win a lot of games like 5 to 3 and 5 to 4 where he's the first star of the game even though he gives up four goals in, right. in the game. He makes like 50 saves while doing it. Right. So, anyways, just glad he got the uh, the shutout. And against a goal scorer like Caleb Lettner, too. Yeah. Makes, that makes you feel a little better. It wasn't against a team that you go, all right, let's just get the two periods over with. Um, this one shocked me. Northern losing to Gross Point North 5-4. to four. Uh, I, uh, North is a little bit better this year, but this, is a, this is a team that game. has really struggled, and this is a game that I expected that Northern would win. M- me, too. I mean, Gross point north. I think they just lost to Marysville a week or so ago, ten to nothing. Yes, yeah. And when Northern and Marysville played at the Larry Mans, Marysville won, but the the, the the game was not that lopsided. And actually, Marysville has beaten Gross Point North twice this year, and I criticized them the first time when they only won seven to two. Yeah, and Northern's kind of in free fall mode. They haven't won a game since December tenth. They yeah. started the season four and three. 
Got a nice win over Canton. They won back-to-back games against St. Mary's and Canton, and you're thinking, all right. Two really nice wins. Yeah, you thought they were on their way. And since then, they have only tied one game. That was Anchor Bay, and they've lost a couple of close ones to Lons Cruz North and Gross Point North. Have to figure out a way to settle this down because who? They are they're just not playing well right now. Yeah, and they, and uh, the that Lance Cruz North game I saw and, and broadcast, they were the better team in that game. Right, um, and Gross Point North is four and eleven. Their wins they they beat Utica. Yeah, go go is, figure what's going on. They've beaten Port Huron, Livonia Franklin, and now their fourth win was over Northern. Like. Yeah, uh, Bishop Foley, boo, beat uh, PH five to two. Uh, I was hoping the Big Reds could, could get them twice. Ah, but the, they're playing better hockey. They're playing better hockey. Uh, and Anchor Bay was a six-two winner over Ann Arbor Skyline. Uh, and John, just real quick, last night because we talked about Caleb Lettner, uh, Legion beat uh, Davison five to one, which is, I think is kind of a nice win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Lettner rebounded from being shut out the day before by scoring his, uh, I think it's his fifth hat trick of the season. And he's now got uh, 27 goals in 13 games. Not a lot of games. Not a, much not less a lot than 27. Yes. Much less than 27. All right. Just uh, Monday was kind of a light uh, basketball day, but uh, Yale uh, boys did get a win over Sandusky. 58 to, to 24. Um, I mean, uh, they kind of needed to string together some wins. Uh, they took it to Algonac. They handled Sandusky. And Sandusky's not a bad team. No. And, and so they took care of business the last two games um, against these teams. So that's a positive swing for Yale. Well, I think they're refocused after losing back-to-back games. I think they're on a letdown after losing to Crosslex to Emily City. Now, as we talked about last podcast, tomorrow they go to Armada. That that's a big one. Yeah, that that's that's a very big game. Uh, and on the girls' side, Deckerville got a 43-29 win over Peck on Monday. Um, there wasn't a lot of boys' basketball last night, but there was a lot of girls' uh, basketball. So let's just r- real quick the two boys' games. Uh, North Branch beats Birch Run 54 to 43. Um, nice to see the Broncos uh, yeah, get a win. The, the the Broncos have struggled, so any win at this point is good to me. And Peck and Deckerville did what Peck and Deckerville do. They had a nice little overtime rivalry game that Peck won 62-57. to uh, Dalton Sempf had uh, 23. He's really having a nice season up at Peck this year uh, scoring. It seems like anytime we talk about their leading scorers, he's either one or two. Right. And he's – yeah, and it's not a – Eight points. It's around 20. Yeah. Uh, Brady Babcock had 13, and Steve Van Conant had uh, 12 points, 20 tackles. Uh, Derek Osborne had 11 for Deckerville. Uh, sorry, they, they they gave me the name L. Martin, and he had 11. Uh, and Hunter Garza hit a three-pointer at the buzzer at the end of regulation to put the game into overtime. So just but a, Peck recovered. Yeah, just a uh, – Run-of-the-mill game between Peck and Decker. Yeah, that, that that didn't sound like much was going on in that one. Uh, lots of girls' basketball last night, but we'll take a break, and then we will dissect into that. 
Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, Eye Comfort and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Uh, you were at this one, Brady, Eisenhower PH. I, I've got to admit, especially early in the game, that first score you texted over to me last yeah. night, I was like, what? Yeah, no, PH, uh, to put it frankly, just played bad. They played bad from the opening tip. It looked like a team that wasn't ready to play. It really did. And Eisenhower, they play a Mac Red style of basketball where they press you, they play man to man, and they were up. Well, it said twenty to four at the end of the first. I swear they had a bucket right before the buzzer that didn't count, but it was twenty two to four after a quarter, thirty two to ten at, at halftime, and PH probably had more turnovers than points. It was fifty seven thirty four was the final. Ike won, and they Ike was subbing in a lot. They could have made it worse than it was. Eisenhower really just took off from the beginning, and they won the game in the first really five minutes because they went up ten nothing. That PH called a timeout. Uh, I got a steal on the inbound and scored right away, so the timeout was kind of pointless at that at that juncture, and they couldn't do anything else. And PH was basically playing catch up the whole time and never got it closer than like twenty. Because we know this is a good basketball team, so is this just an anomaly? They just had one of those nights. I. I mean, I don't know. I'd need to see more of that because they did not look ready to play and they looked like they hadn't seen a press before. I don't know if it was just their worst game of the year, but, I mean, they're now 5-6. and six. They're 1-4 and four in the MAC red. I don't think they're a bad basketball team by any means, but they're a young team and it showed against Ike. Because I'll, I'll go back to the Farwell game. Farwell came out and, and they were going to they were going to press. Right. They're going to have 10 kids in the backcourt. PH made two passes, scored a layup, and Farwell said, oh, I guess we can't press, and they never tried it again. I I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming Ike's a little better than Farwell. Yeah, I guess. And they, they do have really a few nice players. The number 10, Devin Raymond, was probably their best player last night. She had 13. Jennifer McWethy had a 13. Ileana Williams was the only player in double digits for Port Huron. She had 13. Even a lot of that came in the second half when – the game was out of hand. Yeah, uh, Northern in the first half really played Ford tough last night, and then it, it imploded on them in the second half. They they got outscored in the second half. Um, they only scored nine points. Yeah, and they gave up 24 like twenty four to nine. Twenty four to half. nine because it was a two point game at half. Twenty two twenty four was up, and you're thinking, wow, this Northern team's really improving. So they played well for a half. They just couldn't sustain it, and I think that's still a step forward. Because they've been playing better and they showed there, there's that half that you say, hey, we can do this. It wasn't a second half where they were up 20 and then they won the second half by 12 to make it look nicer. No, they did that from the opening tip, won, almost won the first half, but couldn't quite keep it up. I, I like the, the step in that direction for Port Huron Northern. And when we talk about young teams, mm -hmm. Northern's about as young as it gets. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. Now, the game I saw, this uh, was a good basketball game. Um, with lo lots of things going on in, in, in this game. And in the end, it was the start of the fourth quarter because Marysville was up 36-34 after three. And Southlake missed a shot at the buzzer, a little floater down the lane. Um, that looked like it was going in. I thought we were going to be 36-36 going to the fourth, and it didn't go out. But 
Whether it was the miss that sparked Marysville, I don't know what sparked Marysville, but they came out and scored the first 13 points of the fourth quarter, and they did it in about two and a half minutes. Um, And it was – there were times in this game that it was beautiful what Marysville was doing. Their transition offense – again, Marysville defensively, what are you going to – what can I say? All their girls – play good defense Mm -hmm. they all contribute on that side of the ball and then when you get three players that score 13 or better for them they're really hard to beat but they okay they they came out the beginning of the game knocking down three pointers and and they hit uh i think it was six three pointers last night in the ball game but most of that was in the first half right the second half they scored 29 points in the second half Layup, 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 steal, breakaway to the basket, layup, steal, two-on-one to the basket. Beautiful, unselfish passes, getting girls easy shots, easy buckets. They put on a clinic, and and it was a a two-and-a-half-minute stretch where all they did was they got every defensive rebound and turned it into a layup. Right. They got every steal, every turnover, every loose ball, and they turned it into a layup. And like you just the 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 leads just kept swelling. Yeah. And before South Lake could stop the bleeding, basically the game was over. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was it was a really really good uh, effort. Kara Miller scored nine in the first quarter, and looked like. Kara Miller from last year and when they were making that playoff run right. and she was standing out behind confidently knocking down threes. Um, she hit three threes last night, finished with 14 points. Every Walters, points-wise, not much in the first half. Um, but in the second half, again, you give Avery Walters a chance out in front of the basket, she's going to score. Yeah. Um, and it was actually a three-point shot that got her going. And then she was unstoppable for a little while. She finished with 14. But the the unsung hero is Ava Grant, number one defensively. She was the star of the game. And offensively, 13 points. And, again, most of it is steals, get to the basket, or knock the ball away, and another girl comes up with it, and then they go down two-on-one, and they reward her for her hard work by giving her – you know, well, and yeah. I said this to you before we started that Ava Grant, I think, is a perfect example of why Marysville is so successful, that there's a lot of other programs that she might go to and be an all right player, be a nice player, start, but always leave you wanting more. I feel like Marysville, and again, point to Ava Grant for this, always gets the most out of their players. Yeah. That Ryan Ratchie finds a way to put them in position to use their strengths and her scoring the way she has, the way she's taken a step from a junior year where didn't play a ton because there were so many seniors in front of her to now being one of those that they almost rely on for that secondary scoring. That's a testament to Marysville's program and to Ryan Rathjee. Uh And, and the, here's the, the other thing. So, like, you, Megan Winston gets three points. But Megan Winston played a really good basketball game. Right. She always does. Um, Minesburg, just two points. But Addison Minesburg is all over the court. She played a good basketball game. Ryan Quain, only four points. She was a force when she was on the, the floor. Allison Fraley. It's not that 
I mean, she got one basket, but when did she get it? It's 25-21 South Lake with six seconds to go in the first half, and they get the ball inside to Allison Fraley, and she scores her only bucket just before the buzzer at halftime to make it a two-point game. How different is that game at halftime if, if you're down four points than two? I, I know it doesn't seem like a big swing, but it actually psychologically, 25-23 right at half is better than 25-21. And you just feel better scoring going right into the locker room right before the buzzer. You feel like you go in on a positive. Yeah, uh, and when they had a bad quarter because they only scored six points in that quarter. So you look and go, oh, we got outscored 14-4. Oh, we got outscored 14-6 and we're only down two. Right, and now Marysville has put themselves in a position where they're going to win the Mac Blue unless – the unthinkable happens. I mean, they'd have to lose two games just to split, and I think they're head and shoulders better than everyone in the MAC blue, and especially the bottom three teams. I, they have to win what one, two more games, and they clinch a share. Well, yeah, and the game against well, Cousineau might not mean anything at the end of well, the year. Well, Cousineau and South Lake are playing on Friday, so one of them is going to lose. And if South it's Lake either going to be South Lake's fourth loss or. If they win that game, Cusno's going to have three losses, and I'm sorry, but Marysville's not going to lose three of their last four league games. They're well, they not. have to lose three of their last four for any chance to not win it outright. Yeah. Because well, they're they're definitely so, not Cusno going. Two they're not going on four unless something tragic happens at the school and the girls can't play. Right, right. The only way they lose those four is if they forfeit. So yeah, Marysville is going to win their what third straight MAC title. They and, want and, two Matt Golds and, 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 and move up to the blue. Yeah. And they're gonna, if they don't run the table, they'll have one loss. They they moved up, and it's almost like it's gotten easier. <laughs> well, sometimes when you get away from your rivals, because those have been the biggest sticking points. Yeah, because those those teams play you all the time. Like they they're not impressed. I mean, I, that's probably the wrong word, but intimidated. It, yeah, they're not intimidated. They know what you do. They've mm-hmm. seen it before. And they should be used to dealing with it right? at this point. I mean, you can't always, mm-hmm. but still, they know what's coming. They're not shocked by it. Whereas you, you could kind of tell at, at times the, that South Lake is like, wait a minute. Um, you know, uh, the, they're, they're a really good player. Christina Gibson is a really good player. But you can tell there were times like, no, I'm not used to girls swarming me and taking the ball away from me. Right. People don't take the ball away from me. <laughs> Well, they are tonight, especially at Marysville. Yeah, so uh, that, that was uh, again that, that was a really nice win by Marysville, and since that uh, one and two start to the season that we were kind of concerned with because they did get kind of smoked by North Branch, and you know St. Clair got them. I know it was a close game, but but St. Clair. Yeah, got that them. was the one where you're like, oh, because they still hadn't they hadn't found their groove yet. They hadn't found their new identity. They have found their identity, yeah. and they have just been reeling off wins. They're nine and one since a one and two start, and their one loss was to a pretty really solid Parma team. Western team. Yeah. And I'd like to see a rematch with North Branch. I don't know if they win because North Branch has been really impressive, but I think they they definitely don't lose by seventeen. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of uh, some nice wins, St. Clair and Marine City both rolled last night. Uh, St. Clair beat Roseville 51-24. to uh, 24. Do you need a second? 
No, you're good. Okay. okay. I, I knew you had the numbers. I wasn't sure if you were ready to, to give yeah. them. Yeah. No one actually scored in double digits for St. Clair in the win. That's interesting. That is and, a very, and I'll take that as a positive, yes, too. Yes, they had a very balanced effort. Schneider actually led all scorers with nine. There were eight for both Saros and Furlan. And then every all, all but one player that dressed scored in the game. That's a good night. Yeah, that's that's a really good night. So it's eight, eight, six, five, five, three, and it's just a really solid team effort, and they get a win that they should, and they're setting up a big, big rematch against Marine City. Uh, and speaking of Marine City, they beat Clawson sixty-one to eleven. Did Clawson like, just have all seniors last year? I, you know, I don't know because isn't Clawson who Marine City? beat like 75 to something earlier yeah, this year. Yeah, but last year was one of their only losses. Yeah. Like, I think they lost to Yeah, Lawson, they were really good last uh, year. Out-of-area team and Marysville twice. And those were the only losses Marine City had. And In fact, I did the second Clawson game last year. Yeah. They just, were good. Yeah. Obviously, all those kids graduated. Apparently. Because uh, Marine City beat them by 50 last night. And held them to 11 points. Probably could have been a lot worse. Yeah, probably could have been. Uh, Anchor Bay over Utica, 40-26 to in the other MAC game. Let's get into the BWAC now. Uh, Imlay City beats Algonac, 47-19. to Imlay City being Imlay City, taking care of business. Again, if you can't control the pressure, Imlay City is going to make it hard on you. Uh, and North Branch is doing the same thing. Uh, they beat Crosslex, 36-11. to was the uh, the final in this one? Actually, defensively, I think Crosslex did a good job. North Branch only getting thirty six, but the fact that North Branch held them to eleven, it's a twenty five point game. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's what I don't want to say. We expected eleven from Crosslex, but I expected a comfortable win from North Branch. But dang, the one. When are we going to get that LA City North Branch game? Because they are setting up for a big collision. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, the bottom line is is it's looking more and more and more like it's whatever those two teams do against each other is going to determine the championship mm-hmm. of that league. Um, although other teams are still good teams, uh, and uh, Yale gets a 38-32 win over Elmont, uh, and I think that's a good showing by Elmont, actually. They've been up and down all year. Yeah, uh, and Armada beats Richmond 46-30 to uh, 30 was the final in that one as uh, Armada gets a win that, that they should get. But, you know, those schools are rivals. They're really close to, yeah. to each other, so, you know, it's not always automatic in a game like that. Right. So and for them to come out and kind of take care of business and win by 16. Sounds like they've they been it. playing better. Yeah, Richmond has been playing better this year. All right, win number 800 for Al DeMott. 800 wins, Brady, at Sands. I know we, we beat it to death, but it's worth beating to death. Uh, th- this is a guy who won three games back in 1979, was like 30 games under 500 after three seasons. He didn't even want to do the job when they first offered it to him. And four decades later, 800 wins in Sandusky. And, and, and again, he gets what the parents there produce. <laughs> he gets what comes out of the cornfield. Yep. Um, and, and what it is is kids like Morgan Taggy, who scored 16. She's 15 or better 
every game, it seems like. Uh, Allie Jansen had 10 points, and there was a, a plethora of other girls scoring, you know, four, five, six points, getting five rebounds, getting two steals, driving the bus, right. uh, doing what they do. Um, and they beat Ubley 42-28, and Sandusky's rolling right now. Well, they've been rolling for about 40 years now, but they're, they're really rolling. I think it's 10-2 and two now. Yeah, for the and their for two the losses season. are by I think three combined points. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and again, they don't wow you with the points that they score, but they they, they score. They just get it done. They score. It's not like they're struggling on offense, and but defensively, they're another one of those teams that just seems to shut everybody down that, that they they play. But I can't say congratulate, and especially after going up and and chatting with uh, Al uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, he, he's just, he's such a great guy. Uh, and I'm just going to continue to, to flatter him up, even though he hates it. Hmm. 800 wins is super impressive. Only the second coach to ever get that in either boys or girls. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's spectacular. Um, and listen to the, the, the this week because they kind of go over the list of like the only people who have more wins than Al. Right. And the, the, the elite company that he's now in. Right. So uh, Dryden beats Memphis 29-21 in what was actually, I think, the closest game of the night. <laughs> oh, no, the Yale-Elmont game was the yes. closest game of the night. And Marlette beats Brown City 44-24. Uh, I, I know the night I saw Brown City, the, the, you know, they were playing a team that they were way better than. But I, I've i been surprised by the, the scores. I mean, we, we don't – do a lot with the GTC East during basketball season other than give scores. Right. But I've been I've been kind of looking at those scores going, man, they're better than that, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I I I don't know cuz you did see them against a very weak opponent. Yeah, but I just like they they've got a they've got a couple of kids that I think are are really good players and I thought they'd be more of a force. Now, again, with Sandusky in that league, I didn't think they were going to win the league, but I I just thought that they would be um, a tougher team than to to lose by twenty points. And I've seen some Marlette scores this year where they've kind of just squeaked by teams that I thought that they would beat badly. So, anyways, that's that. Um, they have and a ton of boys games tonight. To the, there is, and, and and we'll get to uh, tonight's uh, schedule uh, in just a moment. Very excited about the uh, the game that that I'm going to get to go to. Uh, tonight because uh, I it, it probably won't happen but I want these teams to get to 80 hmm. <laughs> yeah you like offense I want to see a shootout at the okay corral tonight uh, and of course I'll be cheering for northern to win Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 we welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Um, I'm not sure where, where I want to start because as, as I look down the, the, this list, they, these are actually all uh, very important games to our area teams tonight uh, I guess. in boys basketball. I guess start where, where, where you'll be at. I mean, that- um, all right. So I'm at Northern Northern New Haven, um, and uh, I I think that this is a game that I I like Northern in, but like don't look past New Haven. Don't be thinking about Friday before you take care of New Haven because they are dangerous. Right. I mean, you have the two toughest teams in back to back games essentially, uh, and and this is your home game, so you want you want to take care of business uh here but four straight on the road after this game with new haven so you you've got northern is three and oh in the white eight and oh overall they're scoring 70 points a game this year um which is just dumb yeah new haven's two and one their losses to gross point north who is the other undefeated team right now in the gold 
or in the white, white excuse me, uh, and they're seven and two overall. And New Haven's nine and one overall, and they're scoring seventy one points a game. Again, I look at the quality bit, of yeah. opponents. I think it's slightly inflated, but but it, still, they know where the hoop is, and and so this is an intriguing matchup to me. And, and and I think a, a northern win in this one makes it no questions asked two team race. Yeah, and th- and, and, and that the, would all. And, but I mean, New Haven technically could they they need a lot of help. But yeah, this would basically eliminate New Haven from conference title contention. Yeah, it, it it's. I mean, it, it could be possible that a two loss team wins the white. I mean, it, it, I think it's, it's possible, but tough. I think it's unlikely. I, I would agree with that sentiment. And, you know, I'm going to say Portier Northern. I know by the numbers they're only the third best offense in the MAC. but when you look at, one, who New Haven has played and put up some of the bigger numbers against, and, two, Lance Cruz is the only other team averaging more, and we talked about it earlier in the show. They scored 103 points in a game, so that kind of boosts the numbers up a little bit. I'm going to say Portier Northern has the best offense in, in the Mac. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I echo that sentiment. I think they have the best offensive play, not the best player, but certainly the best offensive player in Tyler Jamison. And again, we, we talk about the freshman lot, but that group is good. Yes. Um, and it's only going to get better. And throw Maher in the mix. And then throw Maher in the, in the mix. And yeah, uh, that's fun. And I, and I expect to see. Yeah, I, I won't get an 81-80 to 80 game, but I'm, I'm going to see points tonight. Legitimately, I think you have to get to 65 to win this game. Yes, uh, I, I, I would say so, uh, too. So that, that's, that's one big game on the, uh, the docket tonight. Next, let's uh, go down the road to PH. They travel tonight. They're at Lakeview. This is an interesting matchup. Must win. And, and yeah, and PH, you know, they should have a bad taste in their mouth about the Madison game, um, but PH they're two and one now in the silver, and Lakeview and Madison are both three and zero, and they've already lost to Madison. So, this is your opportunity to get Lakeview a loss. Uh, Lakeview's eight and one. I saw them against Marysville. They're good, but I, I was also talking to to somebody else, and I'm not going to name names, but I, I was at Marysville last night, and I was talking to somebody else, and they were like, Lakeview was good, but he, they didn't think they were great. No, I've seen Lakeview twi- or once, and I didn't think that they were anything infallible. Like I think they're a very solid team that's going to compete for the Max Silver, but I think Port Huron has every chance to go down there and beat Lakeview in Lakeview. And if they do, well, that opens up the Max Silver, and that would actually leave Madison as possibly the only undefeated team left in the Silver, but they have a tough one at St. Clair. Yeah, and, and that's the other big game in the Silver where if you're PH, you kind of have to be a St. Clair fan right? tonight um, because you've already beaten them once, which helps your cause. Uh, and the Saints definitely at one and two, they can't afford to lose any more games no. in the league if they want to have any chance. They need some chaos to happen. They they need some chaos to happen, but they can be part of that chaos. They can, while playing spoiler for the teams in front of them, they can climb back into the race. Right. Um, and that starts uh, tonight with uh, with Madison. And, and again, we thought. 
PH had had a chance at Madison. The, 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 they're probably thinking they should have won that game. Uh, they, they lost in overtime. Um, and and so and you know, PH back to back OT games too. And now they got to go to Lakeview. So hey, it, winning it, a it, conference isn't easy. No, uh, getting it, a winning record is not an easy thing to do. But that's the, like they're they're logging some quality miles. In, yes, in the they past are. week or so. Yes, they are. Marysville Marine City's tonight as well. That's where I'll be. Someone's getting their first win. And it, it would be big for whichever side can do it. So, I, I'm again, I, I don't know what, what to make of this because I don't know which is the better team. Like, offensively, Marine City's done a little bit better, mm-hmm. but they give up a lot. So that makes you think that maybe Marysville can score a little more I tonight. Have, I, I have I just no I don't idea know. what to expect. I will be up front. I don't know how this game's going to go. Could a team win by 15? Absolutely. Could this be one going down to the wire? Absolutely. Um, but I, I'm just very intrigued to see what these two teams will do. They're combined 0-19. And... But I think both sides know this is a big chance for a win. You know, the the weird thing about these two teams is is they struggle to score in the post, but they can make three-pointers. Is that what we're going to see tonight? Two teams standing outside the arc bombing threes, and whoever makes the most wins? That's a possibility. Again, I, I really don't know what to expect <laughs> because neither side has really found a rhythm offensively, really found much to do. And, yeah, I, I'm very intrigued. I'm very excited to do this game because it's one of the few times I'm going in and I'm going, I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and and again, just the rivalry in itself makes it a, a super fun matchup regardless. I, I don't care if Marysville and Marine City are playing tiddlywinks. Both sides want to win. Uh, one other game tonight, Mooney plays Everest at Everest. Mooney needs this win. Mooney needs a win, don't don't they? Like, uh, again, their record is, isn't bad, but you just feel like they need to to win a basketball game uh, tonight, and they they come in with a five and four record, but they have lost three straight after a f- uh, five point loss to Lutheran North at home, and then obviously Loyola is just is smoking everybody, so right. that really wasn't a surprise. I mean, I still I still look at that score and go wow, because um, I know Mooney's better than that, but they absolutely positively have to beat Clarkston Everest tonight. Everest is 4-4, four and four though, so they're no pushover. But Everest is looking at this going, Brady, we started the season 3-0, and oh, and now we're 1-4 since. Right. We need a win. Yeah. So this is intriguing. And plus, if you don't know, these two schools don't like each other. They're rivals in about everything they do. Yeah. Football, basketball, baseball. Yeah, they. it is a big rivalry and, in the Catholic League. And the last time they, they played – was in a regional. Right. And Mooney beat him, and it was a big deal. Mooney celebrated that game. It was the first game of the regional, and they celebrated after that win like they had, you know. Won the regional. Won the regional and, like, ended 20-year fam- uh, famine. Uh, so it, it's a big deal when these two teams play each other. So this is a good slate of boys' basketball games. Yeah, and then tomorrow you'll have Cross Lex Richmond. Yeah. 
Got to got to come out of a good night with a boring game like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's be- going to be fun, and I'm really intrigued. You know, uh, is Crosslex just going to do what Crosslex does and shut another team down, or is this Richmond team ready to take it to the next level and be the team that beats Crosslex? It was a two point game in Richmond last year. Interested to see what happens in Richmond this year. Uh, and kind of under the radar, Yale at Armada is going to be an interesting game that is overshadowed by cross Yeah, you know, be, because you, you're, you're kind of, I hate to say this, you're kind of playing for third place there. Yeah. Um, but, again, those are two good basketball teams, uh, and I'd like to see just where they're at with each other. Because, I mean, again, look back over it. Armada is the one team that gave Crosslex a hard time so far in BWAC play. Yeah. Um, and Armada, so. Armada, again, very quietly is having a nice season. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else have we got? Uh, uh, in girls basketball, uh, PH needs a win. They've got Gross Point South on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, Marysville uh, on the road at Lance Cruz. I expect the Vikings to just continue doing their uh, their thing. And St. Clair at home to Clawson. Uh, I would think that the Saints will continue to roll this week. Marine City on the road at Lakeshore. Yeah, they won't have any problems there. And then, yeah, Emily City at North Branch and Boys Hoops is the last one. But we're going to have a fun Friday show because there's going to be a lot of these games to talk about. Yeah, and and I have a feeling that a lot of these games are not going to disappoint us. No, I think we're going to have a really good stretch of games here at the end of the week. All right, and once again, for the millionth time, congratulations, Al DeMott. 800 wins. I'm in awe. And I don't give compliments out. Brady knows this no. better than anybody in the world. <laughs> no, it uh, it takes a lot for for Dennis to fawn over something, yes. and it's worth it. And 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 I'm, uh, he's the hype guy, not me. But I'm hyping this one. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.